Hello, hey, hello. Paul. Welcome. What's up, sir? How are you? I'm wonderful. This is cool. This is a cool way to, uh, you know, use the platform. I love that. Absolutely. Well, let me let me get started and introduce you, you know, to to, to my audience. Um, this is Jay Paul. You're listening to the IBI UBU podcast, and what we do here is help people to be well live well and stay well and we invite them to just pay attention to themselves so jay paul is here as a real estate expert a music expert a mortgage expert and someone who i greatly respect that we, we recently you know we, we've been working together but recently had a conversation about things outside of the mortgage business where we met and I was really excited about his perspective, his energy, his creativity and his point of view and I am excited to have him on. So I'm going to let him give us his one minute, you know, introduction, his elevator speech to say who he is <laughs> and what's important to him. Well, I will uh, say first, Thank you, and I uh, appreciate you having me on today. I am first and foremost a man of God, a man of faith, and uh, into uh, in with everything else that you mentioned. Of course, music is my passion. Uh, I consider myself, uh, uh, I guess you'd say, a seasoned musician. Uh, and then the mortgage and finance has always just been something that I have been able to maneuver in that industry and space and have success. So God is good in that regard. But I am an entertainer. I have been in the business for probably, I've had a few number one records with the group that I was with, UNV, signed to Madonna's label, Maverick Warner Brothers. And now I am independent. I have been independent for probably about uh, 13 to 14 years, had some success on the independent front, and I still continue to do music today. So I'll let that be my uh, quote-unquote introduction. <laughs> as, Wonderful. As we well, well. So, so you know, here, here, here's my introduction. Here's how I would introduce myself: that I'm Dax Dunn, and after 52 years on this earth, I believe that we are energy, and that this energy is the creator, creator. That through this energy manifested energy as our physical body and the non-physical energy as in our conscious self, that these two are, are, are the, 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 the greatest gifts that we have. And, and our mind connects them both, that we are connected to our consciousness and our bodies through the mind. And that, unfortunately, a lot of minds have been programmed to hate themselves, to, 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 to experience self-pity, to be less than. And that IBI, UBU, is, is an invitation to look within, to pay attention to yourself and decide what is important to you and that we do this through this introspective process to just say, 
I am my own program, that I, I am taking full responsibility that whatever I'm experiencing in life is based on the thoughts, the energy, and the emotions that I'm, I'm putting out there. Your thoughts? Well, I, I believe a lot of that perspective in regard to the energy portion, I believe that you are and your life is uh, parallel to what you make of it in that regard. Um, I do believe that believing in a higher power for me, um, even though, of course, a lot of us in the very beginning have been programmed a certain way of thinking, I do believe that you have to find uh, the purpose in you that the belief and faith that you manifest to make that be essential in your life. So me personally, I do believe in Jesus Christ. I do believe Jesus Christ died for me. I do believe in the essence of Jesus Christ as a whole. So the energy portion that you mentioned, while I understand and I think that almost there's a certain level of uh, compatibility in that regard, I believe that the manifestation of who I am and the creation of who I am uh, was definitely uh, ordained and put together by God. And so I follow that uh, principle in my everyday life as the stepping stone that creates my being. And so I, I live by a, a creed. Now, it does differ a little from the uh, Bible folks who do certain things, but I do believe in the, the, the overall concept of Jesus Christ. And I definitely believe that had it not been for that presence in my life, that I don't be, I don't think I'd be the man I am today. Guess what? We actually agree. We're in total agreement because yesterday a friend of mine had his funeral on, on a zoom call and I think it was an Episcopalian or Evangelist church, um, an Anglican church in New Jersey where the service took place. And I looked at with 100% joy my childhood experience growing up attending church and what it really meant and realized the gift that it gave in understanding the Christ consciousness and that we have this Christ consciousness, but it's, it's the Christ consciousness exists, you know, in the consciousness of all, you know, and that, 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 that you cannot be in the Christ consciousness being conscious and that the, the systems of churches and organizations have politicized you know, the Christ consciousness and, and use it for individual organization, division, war, and games. And that today, each of us must be more aware that we are, are making a choice. That whatever you believe, you know, for example, if you believe in, in the baptism, is really your belief that's important. And we don't spend enough time to identify and clarify what we truly believe you know, by being in touch with ourselves. That's true. And I think the, the, the reason being is because we are not taught 
we have not been taught enough as a people, enough of our own culture. But hold on, hold on. Maybe that's what it is that we've been taught too much of how not to be in touch with ourselves. That that is not an accident that we are taught to not really pay attention to ourselves. No, that's true. But what I'm saying is, you know, the the normal doctrine of what we've been taught was not is and is not necessarily the exact things that we should be uh, diving into. There are things in our situation that we could be more in tune to if we were more in tune to ourselves and how we look and perceive things as opposed to how other people have perceived in the way that we should be doing something. Amen. So, I have to say, um, at the end of the day, yes, I am a believer, but I am a believer also 100% in the ability to take the gifts that I have been given by God to manifest heaven on earth. Not, Amen. Seek, not seeking that is ultimate uh, ability of something that I can't touch and feel. I believe on heaven. That I believe that I'm, I'm able to do what I need to do right now to see the fruits of my labor right now here on earth and not wonderful be wonderful but then remember remember you cannot take anything material with you That's and true. That at some point we move on and that we, we leave this legacy behind which is perfectly fine which is perfectly Absolutely. fine but that our true nature is beyond our physical self or non physical presence is greater than our physical body and that we have to be aware of this this identity of the self you know no doubt and being being aware of that being aware that you are only uh living in a shell that has a that has a shelf life yes you're only living in that shell having it only has it has a, a, a self life but your soul is something you will carry in your energy as you put it, will something eternal. will last in eternal eternal yes. so yes while you're being here of course trying to mine this shell the best way that you can to navigate this world as you see fit i just believe that god has given us the ability to do what we need to do here and have dominion in the earth right now I'm not waiting for some afterlife to feel like that's where my uh ultimate you're, where you're, you're, you're preaching you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> so, 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 so today we have set the foundation for this conversation that we believe in, you know, the Christ consciousness as it is expressed in different ways, but that it is the greater life force that is animating us all. Absolutely. And that you know, you know, as an individual, as, as an artist, are focused on, you know, where are where is your career? What is your goal? What do you see as your audience? How are you, you know, creating that ultimate reality? You're heaven on earth right now. Well, as I started uh, being an artist when I was 21, and while I've been an artist since I was 12, but not professionally until I was 21, you know, when you first get into this business, you are programmed to thinking that, you know, listen, if you can touch a few people's hearts doing what you do and 
you know, you can write and do music. You can touch millions, make millions and live this fancy life that most people only dream about. But when you actually get into this business and really realize what it takes to navigate these waters of what we call the music industry, you will quickly realize it is not designed for you to ultimately stay successful as a musician. It's designed for the person behind the scenes pulling the strings to make the long money. Until you realize that, you will never be totally successful. So it took me half of my career to really understand and believe that because I'm the writer, I am the one with the publishing rights. And the man with the publishing rights is the man who dominates and understands and controls his future of what he's done. So fortunately for me, I had a, a, a mentor who has imparted in my life at an early age as a, on a major label who told me, young man, listen, the fame and the money, the fame and, and success will come and go that will last that you will leave your children is that publishing that is the legacy to have ownership in something that you control long after you're here so my career has been designed and put together now at this point my goal is to elevate the platform that i have of consciousness to folks to understand you can have success and do what you do and not sell your soul in the process in doing it not only that it has allowed me to understand that my music is a way to reach the masses with a message that I that I possess. So if my if my message is ultimately that I live a Christ-like like lifestyle and that I'm wanting other people to realize that I didn't have to sell out to do that. I'm not I'm not doing music that is that is sacrilegial. I'm not doing, you know, music that is just terrible and cursing and you know bad things. I'm doing quality music that means something with love. And You're doing IBI, UBU, dot me music. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like how you put that in there. So, I mean, that is that is how my career has gone and it, it has evolved to, I guess I'd say. Because it didn't start out like that. I was a young man. Think about it. I was well, a young man. talk about that. Talk about the, the, the young parts of the career and those experiences that led you to this awareness. I mean, I was a young man at the time that came from nothing. Um, when I say came from nothing, came from a family of dysfunction, came from a family of drugs and alcoholism, um, where that kind of thing was normalized. And, you know, I saw that on an everyday basis. But wanting to wanting the freedom to to overcome that and get out of that lifestyle, it gave me the opportunity, the 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 wherewithal and the hustle not to fall into the trap of being someone who just repeated a generational curse. So in my mind, seeing that making was the decision in my mind to say, I will never be that person. When I have my children, they will see a different side of this world that I never saw as a young adult. And so it's, don't get me wrong why I don't have any regrets. Um, I know those, those bumps and bruises that I suffered coming up made me stronger in the long haul and gave me the ability and the wherewithal to put my mind to something and make it happen. Because from a young kid from the ghetto, um, the projects of where I grew up, no one would have ever imagined that you know, I lived the way I lived at this point in time today. Having now had six children, beautiful children of my own, um, you know, three college graduates, three three more on the way, 
to doing what they're doing and 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 making it happen. So I'm just I feel like I'm blessed as an individual uh, to have lived the life that I've had and had the bumps and bruises that made me who I am today. And I continue just to strive as a work in process to continue to be a better man each day I go wake up. Give thanks, man. That's it. That's it. That's uh, all we can do is 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 have our life experience. And and trust me, I have spoken to my 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 gift in life is that from the age of eighteen, I had a mortgage broker license, and I was having conversations with people in the Caribbean community, people who, on average, were in their sixties and seventies, and that as an eighteen year old and asking questions and being able to get an intimate view of their financial life and, and understanding their, their fears and concerns, it really gave me a foundation in terms of just, A, I, I was, I, I feel, I, 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 didn't, I, don't, I don't relate to the idea of growing up and coming from nothing, that I have this idea that, you know, my family has always been able and capable and but by no means have we been wealthy and 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 you know um, mm -hmm. opulent but but i've never felt you know underprivileged or you know you know that i don't have right and and at the same time i see so many artists that feel like they had to put up with so many injustices because they were nothing and they wanted to become somebody. And, you know, I would ask, do you still believe that that's the, the, the process that, you know, an artist must be nothing or is there truly a nothing or is it that we, 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 we're, we're programmed with this belief that we are nothing and then we wake up to realize our greatness? Well, I think that I think most artists um, who are artists, especially those they call starving artists, uh, are led to believe from the beginning that you must adapt to a certain uh, code or lifestyle to be in this lifestyle of success. And I and I really wish that the younger 21 year old me being 51 today myself, not today, but being 51 myself, um, would have had someone import, impart this type of wisdom in me uh, at that age, because I feel like had I had that, uh, that same type of wisdom, uh, and I had some, but if I had this very concise type of wisdom, I would be even further uh, than I am now today. And of course, knowing that, like I said, we are a work in progress. We continue to strive to do what we do. But I think most artists today need to understand the realism of the business. See, there's, they get so caught up in the music, but understanding the music business is just that. It's not music business, it's business music. And understanding the business of music is how you sustain a career in music. The good thing that I have been able to do over almost a 30-year career span, and don't get me wrong, I am far from a multi-millionaire, but I live a very comfortable lifestyle. My children have experienced a very comfortable lifestyle. My wife and I have done well over the years enough to do what we do. And many artists that I see that came out in my same generation, the 90s, are not doing well at all. 
you know, some have no money. Even some members of my own original group have not done as well as I have, having had the same opportunities. But it all comes down to the business of how you utilize the business in this music game. And so that is the reason that I have been able to sustain a very long time in the music business, still doing it now with no pressure. You know, a lot of people feel like, window and I have if I don't get if I'm not successful by the time I'm 30 I might as well give it up <clears throat> well yes I was blessed enough to have a major deal at 21 but we that deal only eight years so but I made more money after I left Warner Brothers than I ever made while I was with them even having had bigger records with Warner Brothers pushing it but all that money that they were pushing into it we were just absorbing and having to pay back so when you take that from an independent standpoint, it's like me going independent, selling a record for $7.99 wholesale and making $7.99 wholesale. And then I'm selling it that same record on Warner Brothers. Maybe I sold a million records, but I only got 60 cents. Mm -hmm. So the, the difference is significant. And so the business aspect of this game is, is, is where is where artists need to understand that is where you will have longevity in this business is one thing to 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 be in this business and have you might have a hit my biggest hit truth be told my biggest record was in 1993 now that was 30 years ago but i still receive royalties on that number one single like it came out yesterday right. and that's the difference you know some of these artists today put out music but never see a royalty check from bmi or ascap Right. Never, never experience a lifetime of royalties. I will leave my royalties catalog, music catalog of 456 songs to my children. They will leave that catalog to their children. So that is the mentality that musicians should take uh, moving, moving forward in the music business. I know it's hard to get caught up in this life and, and things like that, but you have to think than just tomorrow. You know, I, I, as I listen to you, you know, I have over 33 years in business or more or more. I, 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 I was doing business at, at 12 years old in Jamaica. I remember when my aunt brought in her first trailer load of sweets that it was. She brought them in at like around, you know, August, September mm -hmm. and got them into the pharmacies and the local stores. And that was before. You know, that was when, anyway, the, the point is, I have been in the music business for only maybe the last year and a half, two years. And what I have quickly learned is that most artists are not business people. That's true. And that the business of music is simple. Find an artist that can promote your message. Every single artist that's successful by, by a record label is promoting a message that that record label, whether directly or indirectly, is endorsing. And that's, that's where most people don't have an idea, that there is so much social, political media oh, that yeah. is influencing you know, our programming. And we go right back to where we started, that, 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 that IBI, UBU, is that awareness to say, hold on. I'm an artist. I have a song in me. Why am I looking for somebody to give me permission to sing my song? Absolutely. 
why don't I find an audience that can appreciate me? And then they are not. And that's just, that's a possibility today. IBIUBU as a direct personal relationship where you can find your own audience couldn't happen 20 years ago. Exactly. Until I formed Power Moves, which is my record company, Power Moves. But every, every company I, I own has something power in it. I have Power Customs, Power Realty, Power Mortgage. Um, but until I established that power brand for me, that is when my financial success took off from the standpoint. Never when I was with UNV on Warner Brother Records, had, had I been able to, would I have been able to achieve uh, what I've achieved today simply because someone else controlled the purse strings, the purse yes. strings. They control. You have to have the corporate structure in place in order to enjoy the profit. Exactly. Exactly. So until that portion foundation was secure, that is when I began to see really ultimately the fruits and continue to see the fruits of my labor. Uh, I went back and bought the master's from Warner Brothers uh, so that I could still control what I wrote. I didn't want somebody saying to me, hey, listen, um, 20 years later, you want to put a song and put it out and license it, but you still have to go through me. So 15 years ago, I went back and bought the masters so that I owned them because at that time, they didn't think that the group was going to do anything else and that everything was over. And because of the business relationships I had built, I was able to go back and talk to Guy O'Siri, who now runs Rock Nation, uh, the largest independent, not they are not independent anymore, but the largest promoting business agency in the country. Used to be Al Heyman, now Guy O'Siri, who has kind of taken the wheels. And when I was there at Maverick, Guy O'Siri was an intern sweeping the floors. Mm-hmm. But I we need to put to on a big concert in South Florida. There, there, Man. There's so, so many We're... amazing venues, you know, and, and uh, there is a hungry, hungry audience for a really tight uplifting positive concert down here yep it's so it's so it's so crazy that most people don't realize how many people are thirsty for a positive message yes. there's so much there's so much craziness in the world it's it's amazing to see like every time i go and do a show um i was in where was i san diego last week and i did a show and um the young lady came out and she said you know i i thought I had this perception of thinking that you were going to be somebody. But when I heard you sing and I heard what you were singing about, it was so refreshing to see somebody that no curse words, positive message, um, true song about love and relationship and having a wife that you can be committed to, not a million girls that you're trying to, you know, just be out here crazy with. So people are hungry for that. They have their Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and as I say, you know, we don't know. It's great to have live shows, but at the same time, there's so much to do with content to do. You know, I know you have a YouTube channel and that you're building that brand. How, how would people find you? How do people reach out to to get more of your content and to support your music? Well, my music, uh, of course, like you said, I have a YouTube channel and that's under uh, J Pow, which is J period P.O.W.W. No L's, but P.O.W.W. If you go to J Powell on YouTube, it will pull up probably a host of maybe 20 to 30 different videos or whatever the case may be. Please like, subscribe, because we are updating content every day. 
Um, of course, I'm on uh, Instagram at J Powell, J period, or just J Powell, J P O W W of U N V. And that's U period N period V. So J Powell of U N V. On Facebook, it's John Powell, P O W W. Always remember the Powell, like the Batman Powell. <laughs> and right, any, right. And any place you look, social media wise, you'll find me. Uh, right. From Instagram to Twitter to link to LinkedIn, the whole nine yards. So, so your music is gospel, positive, no curse words. You know, uplifting music to help I, people to just. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say gospel music, because okay. um, I don't want I don't want to put it into uh, one. I don't want to pigeonhole it into one particular genre. Sure. My music is what I call gospel. Soul, not gospel, but gospel. Soul, G O S P dash soul, S O U L. And the reason I say gospel soul is because, yes, I do some music that has very, very gospel message, but I also do just some good quality R and B as well. Case in point, I have a new single that I dropped about two weeks ago, that is called "Trade It All." Uh, it's a song that that was written and produced by myself. Uh, with a gentleman by the name of Chris Bivens, who is out of Florida as well, and a very accomplished musician. Uh, he just did the new Chris Brown single. So he's a very talented young artist that I met probably almost 10 years ago when he was doing music. He was only 18. Now he's grown up to be a very accomplished producer, but we're still, we still maintain a very good relationship. But we just dropped this, a new this single. This is Chris Brown, the, the, the singer. Chris Brown, the singer, yep. Okay. He, he's the producer. His name is Chris Bivens. He's out of uh, Miami, Florida. Okay, right cool. your neck of the woods, actually. Yeah. Right, right, right. But he's extremely talented. And so we dropped a single. It's doing well. Uh, we actually just got word that uh, the video was accepted on BET. So, um, you know, and, and, and is it, now. Is, is it through it? What's the name of the single? Trade It All. Trade It All. Trade you know, it all. It's, it's so funny because there's a, a, a through it all that a, a Jamaican artist is promoting on a local Caribbean station. So I keep hearing that. Okay, but Trade It All. And Trade, trade It All, it all. is. It is your song at J Paul, and you could find it on YouTube. Exactly, you can find it on YouTube. You can find it on all digital outlets, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon. Trade everywhere. it all. Trade it all. Let's J-Pow. blow it up, man. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's Absolutely. blow. Trade it all. First week so, so, we did. So, we did almost a hundred thousand streams. Wonderful. So very no, happy. No. Now, how do you, okay, explain that. 100,000 streams, you know, are those streams paid? You Do you get paid for each stream? How, how does that work? Absolutely. Um, of course, you know, we live in a digital age now. And over the last 10 years, I have had to evolve my record business on how I do uh, marketing music and selling music uh, to adapt to the times. So it used to be a, a case where you would buy a CD and, and if you were an independent artist, you would manufacture your own product uh, and then you would, of course, try and sell it. Well, me, I was fortunate enough to make some great business relationships through different distributors who used to distribute music, CDs, what I mean. I mean, distributors who would buy in bulk, you know, uh, and then they would manufacture, go ahead and promote the product. Nowadays, with everything being internet and only certain there's only certain few people that still buy CDs. The majority of abroad, people still like an actual physical product. So they have never let CDs go out of style kind of like we did. But CDs are actually starting to make a comeback here in the States as well. So I, I, I market to, of course, 
my normal UNV fan base, but I've also now began to take my website and we've built a, a website following of close to 50,000 uh, subscribers that we have that every time we release a record, it goes out to every one of those people who come to the website. So give out that website too. The website is jpow, J-P-O-W-W, music.com. So jpowmusic.com is the website. And you can go there and see our whole entire catalog of music. It also is a So that you're saying the 400 are there? Yes. Nice. Nice. Yes. And, and, and do, do you do albums. a lot of licensing work? I do. I do. I do quite a bit of licensing work, especially in Explain the UK. Explain that. It's because I think... To, to, you know, I, I know there's an audience that are listening who, you know, just are interested in hearing an interesting interview. But there, I think there are also people, young people, who could use this interview that an older person might say, hey, you know what? You're inter interested in music. Listen to this guy who has experience, who understands the business, explain how the business can work, is working today, you know? Absolutely. Well, first things first, um, you know, having a digital platform presence is the first and foremost thing that you must do as an artist. doesn't really cost a lot, but you also want to make certain that everything that you do looks, looks the part. Yeah. I don't want to say looks local, but I want to say looks professional. Looks like someone took some time to make it happen. So that do your best. Do, do your, your best. best. Do don't, your best. don't get stuck on perfection and say, well, you know, nobody's going to enjoy this. Do your best. If you didn't do, if you look at it and you know you could have done better, re-record it. There do it go. over again. If you know that you need some help and you could clean it up. But, but if you did your best, put it out there. Put there it out go. there and, and, and see where it goes and keep working on it, and the right people will show up to support you with it. But believe in yourself. Don't, don't wait for perfection. Exactly. No, I mean, most independent artists never wait for perfection. But I will tell you this. Those that put their best foot forward to do an independent product is how you get someone who is a normal listener who might not buy your product to look at your product a different way. If it sounds good, then it looks good. So at the, there's the first and foremost. So then you must establish this digital presence. You must be subscribed to one of these uh, digital platforms that will get your music. iTunes, one of the um, TuneCore, one of the uh, DistroKid, one of these platforms that services everybody, which is significantly important. Because I run into so many local artists and they say, man, I've got this good music, i got this good city. And I'm like, where can I buy it? Oh, I haven't listed it yet online. I haven't put it online. What you waiting for? Oh, I, I just didn't. I wouldn't have. A, no, get it out there. Like you said, do your best and get it out there. Yeah. These things cost minimal dollars to get a song or an album put up online. Once you've done that, then you begin to try and generate business by exploiting your social media platforms and just marketing and promoting. Now, me personally, I've been doing this a very long time and I've been, you know, on iTunes and all these other places for close to 13 to 15 years. So I'm not new in that regard. But what I did to make sure is I just exposed and saturated those markets with as much as my material as I could possibly do. So when I say 456 songs published, you can see my platform and go to 
about 12 different albums, 13 different albums of material, polished, clean and material. So it brings you back to your point of how do you get licensed? Okay, well, the more music you have published, the more opportunity you have for somebody who's looking to license music for compilations, for commercials, for publishing TV shows, anything like that. The more give, give, give us an example of, of your license. Well, you know, one, you know, just generally. Okay, example number one. So I had an album, uh, an album called Where is the Love? This was probably um, maybe five albums ago, maybe seven years ago. Put this album out, put it online. Uh, a, a company out of the UK called Street Sounds heard the record, reached out to me and said, hey, listen, we'd like to license three from that album. I said, okay, uh, let's, let's talk, you know, mechanics and see how we work this out. Sent me an agreement. They said they wanted to license three of my songs for one year's period of time and license the publishing rights to utilize it during that same time frame. Doesn't mean I gave them my publishing, just means that I licensed it to them to utilize on their compilation for that one year. Right. In that, in doing that, you must pay me a fee to license my music during that time period. If you're if you're only giving me a one-time fee of a licensing fee, that licensing fee is going to have to be at least significant enough to make me feel like if you make X amount of X, Y, and Z on the product that you put out, I got to know I at least got made whole and you didn't make a million dollars and I only made the licensing fee that I had. So certain different licensing things with depends on the company. This particular company wasn't huge, but they still had a nice enough following to be, let's just say, almost six figures was the fee to take three songs. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's good business. <laughs> that's good business because at the end of that licensing, all you did was you made a nice fee on that upfront. So you're not waiting on somebody to pay you on the back end. You made an upfront fee. You got additional marketing and publishing on a product that you weren't even, you're not even based necessarily over there doing any major marketing, but you got somebody else over there marketing you. And then your song becomes a single on that compilation. Now you're buzzing in the UK. Now you have UK promoters calling you to do shows Wonderful. i was in i was over there in october doing a show you would think i just came out last <laughs> yesterday you know they singing your song like like it just came out you know nice. so that's a beautiful thing nice well listen this this has been an absolute joy and something that we're gonna have to definitely do again I am What's running, I, I have to run out and, and we have a showing up in West Palm Beach and Vanya is champing at the bit to go. So All right. I, I, we're going to finish this here, but listen, give it, what contact information would you want to give out to, to anybody listening? Listen, anybody that's, that's, that's seriously doing, trying to make something happen, I do have uh, an office that you can reach out. Um, I have an 818-850-0769 is an office. I do entertainment consulting. Uh, as well as just, you know, overall entertainment consulting. I have an email, which is powermoves at gmail.com. So anyone interested, and that's power with two W's. So P-O-W-W-E-R at gmail.com. Moves at gmail.com. Powermoves at gmail. Give out, give out the phone number one more time. 818-850-0769. Jay Powell. Wonderful. Well, my name is Dax, D-A-X, Dunn, D-U-N-N, -N, and we are promoters of 
ibiubu.me. You know, it, 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 it's a church. It's a church about you finding your way, looking within and deciding what's right for you. And you and only you know what to do. So, Jay Paul, it's been a fantastic interview. Yes, I'm sir. going to have this up and I'll share the link with you soon. And you will be able to share it with whoever you is interested. It, but we have to schedule it again. I'm, I'm looking forward to continuing this conversation and seeing how we're helping people to find their way. Absolutely. And make sure when you go and sign that new purchase or new property you're going to look at, just come see Jay Powell Rocket to make sure we make it happen. <laughs> Give thanks. Sure, sure. So, you know, Jay Powell is with Rocket Mortgage. We are with Wire Funding, and we do a lot of our real estate financing with Rocket Mortgage. He's their wholesale guy. So you want to get us to get your application done and get it over to him so he can get it in and get it closed and let us know how we can help you. So 954-866-2171. If you're in the South Florida area, that's the phone number to reach us. Again, that's 954-866-2171. Jay Powell, it's been amazing. Looking forward to doing this again. Yes, sir, brother. Have a good and great productive day for sure. Thanks, and you do the same. All right.